Hi, this is Clyde Yancey here, 2011 American College of Cardiology meeting, and I'm delighted to be presenting to you Trials and PIs on theheart.org. We're talking to the investigators who have done really great work bringing new information forward, and now I'm delighted to have a chance to visit with Carlos Biguri from Naples, Italy, to discuss with us the Remedial 2 study. Now, for those of you listening, you will recall that one of the weaknesses we've always faced in our invasive labs is the injury that is possible after the administration of contrast material. We've tried volume loading, we've tried acetylcysteine, bicarbonate, um, lots of things that we've thought we could do to attenuate or protect from the risk, but it's an ongoing problem. And so the investigators out of Italy have come up with something called the renal guard system and have now done the remedial two trial. So Carlos, I'm delighted you're here with us. Thank you for being here. Let's begin our discussion by talking about the renal guard system. What is that exactly? And then discuss the remedial two trial. The renal guard system is a device uh, which is uh, based on the theory that the high urine flow rate is necessary to prevent the contrast-inducing property. So uh, in a clinical practice, it's very complicated to have this high urine flow rate because if you gave a lot of uh, diuretics, you may mm, give uh, dishydratation. So the, this system is very useful because you may have a high infusion according to the high urine flow. So there is a perfect balance between what you the, the urine is and the infusion will be. So there is not the risk of this, the overhydration or dishydration. So with with this device, we may have a very high urine flow rate. We, we reach a, a 300 and more ml per hour. So that's very interesting. So your argument is that you can protect the kidney by helping the kidney to continue to work through the dye load and so you can void the dye and not run the risk of having enough dwell time for the dye and yes, this, this is the concept. You don't have time to, uh, we have to be very quick, so we need to eliminate the contrast as quick as possible. And the contrast you used in your study, was it the traditional heavy contrast or was it a low molecular weight contrast? We utilized the uh, uh, hisosmolar contrast, iodixanol, mm -hmm. which seems to be one of the most uh, uh, effective in preventing this complication, but still, even with this contrast, we may have the complication. Sometimes we may need dialysis, so this is why we test uh, the renal guard. And the population in which we test mm -hmm. this device, we select a very high risk population, including diabetics, including diabetes, including very depressed uh, renal function. Mm -hmm. The cutoff is uh, 30 m uh, ml per minute of GFR, so mm -hmm. that means very severe depression, renal function, diabetics, uh, old patients. So in general, in our population, the mean, mean GFR was 32. Wow. Now, did you also put a limit on how much dye? Because that's one of the things we do in most conventional labs, to just yes. dial back the dose a bit. Yes, the, the, it's very important to limit the dye as much as possible, but in most of the cases, it's impossible to predict how contrast you will inject, because if you do angioplasty, the angioplasty is very complex. You cannot stop the angioplasty during the, uh, the, the procedure because you need to finish. Yeah. So tell us about the remedial two results then. So this is why we compared the renal guard versus the control group, which which is bicarbonate uh, infusion plus acetylcysteine. 
And uh, the primary endpoint, of course, was the incidence of contrast-induced acute kidney injury, defined as an increase of creatinine more than or equal 0.3 milligram per deciliter at 40 hours. And what we found is a was a tremendous reduction of this complication in the renal gut group. Uh, we, we had a uh, 10% rate in the renal gut group versus 21% in the control group. So we had a 0.43% risk reduction. But what is most important, the rate of dialysis was uh, tremendously re reduced. 4.8% in the control group and 0.7% in the renal gut. So this is a very important message. How far out did you follow the patients? Because we've been taught that the worst insult to the kidney is on day three to five. So where did you take your windows? We take the windows at 48 hours as is recommended. But what we the second end point was the rate of events at one month. Terrific. So what we found at one month, the rate of dialysis was significantly lower in the renal gut group as compared to the control group. And another important point, we also tested another market of renal function, which is cystatin C. Sure. It is much better than creatinine. And we found that also cystatin C at 24 and 48 hours was lower in the renal gut as compared to the control. So Carlos, you know what's really interesting here? is that in your group that received standard of care, standard care, you still had a 21% incidence of contrast-induced nephropathy. And I think it's another big wake-up call for cardiologists globally that when we give contrast, we really have to recognize that as much as one in five patients who receive it may have a change in kidney function. Like you said, it doesn't always lead to dialysis, but we certainly need to follow it and make certain that it resolves. And any strategy we can use, the dose, the kind of contrast agent, the bicarbonate, the volume, the acetylcysteine, and now the renal guard, whatever we can do to reduce that risk is important. And again, going back and revisiting the cohort, the diabetics, the pre-existing renal disease, these are things that won't go away, even though we've got new techniques and new strategies. And at this meeting, we're talking about some amazing new technology, percutaneous yeah, valves, for yeah. example. You still have to do aortograms, and aortograms would take a lot of dye. So I think you've given us some good information. Any take-home message you have for those that are listening to the Remedial 2 results? The take-home message is, first of all, we need to identify the high-risk patients. And in this specific case, we consider high-risk patients with a very severe depressed kidney function, that means GFR below 30, diabetics, all patients. In these patients, the standard of care of prevention kidney injury is not enough. So we need to do more. And in our experience, the renal guard system seems to be very helpful in preventing this complication. So we'll need to keep an eye on this. We don't have the renal guard system in the United States, we'll have to pay attention to this and see how the data unfold and see if this won't become another option for those no. patients that have this problem. No. Thank you, Carlos. Thank it's you been a much. pleasure to speak with you. you. This is Clyde Yancey of the 2011 American College of Cardiology meeting talking with investigators under the series Trials and PI for the Heart.org. I hope this information has been informative. Thank you for your attention.